This is Cole. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. It's Cole. Award knighthoods in the Order of Australia to Prince Philip. I will not be lectured about sexism and misogyny by this man. Hold the front page. Albo likes a beer after work. I think he's completely out of touch with what the people of the country want. Prime Minister walking around with a lump of coal. He's a fossil with a baseball cap. G'day Australia. Welcome back. You've been away. We've been away. But you know what? It's time for Australia's favourite podcast on Australian politics. G'day, Sausages. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. And I am Ron Toilet. <laughs> You're really going <laughs> He's really sticking with that. Obviously, obviously, also favourite and most professional podcast where one of the one of the hosts has decided they are called Ron Toilet instead of their hey, real name. But anyway, to be fair, you guys use fake names. Why can't I? Yeah, mine's as if name. Will Grant's a real name. I will grant you that. No, it's not true. <laughs> Impossible. No one could have that name. Frickin Holy lies. shit, listener. I know, I know that um, we have been away for a week, uh, but then I was away for another week beyond that. So for me, yeah. I don't know anything about Australian politics, and so I need a whole bunch of catching up and, <laughs> no. and, and collective catharting of what has happened in Australia in the last couple of weeks, and bloody but hell. What did you think of G'day Chipolatas? I loved it. I loved it. That's my second favourite sausage-based podcast. Um, g'day, g'day, chorizo. Uh, g'day. Another what, one coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. G'day, g'day Frankfurter. If we ever do a German podcast spin-off. Guten Tag, Frankfurt. Mein Burger, mein Burger is kaputt. I don't know. How, I don't know a lot about German politics. How soon can we politics. talk about? Um, no, where do you want to start? Where do I want to start? Uh, look, I'm going to start with, of course, the mo- no, no, because I know that there are some significant feelings that may have even happened <laughs> just today. Just today, I am. I'm going to keep the cork in that one because I, I, <laughs> I'm going to let that simmer and fester so that we can uncork it in just a minute. I want to. I want to start with the dumb stuff. Uh, okay. Which prime minister? And, and here's the, here's which prime minister did or didn't shit himself in the Engadine Maccas? Billy McMahon. Uh, That's did not. That guy's looking like such a hero at the moment, isn't he? (laughs) Isn't he, though? Edmund Barton. Edmund Barton. Edmund Barton. Tosspot Toby. Farrah. Fancy. This is how bad things must be going for them. That they have. Morrison has to get onto the FM radio. So what was this? I don't even know when this happened. It was was like eight days ago or six days ago, something like that. It wasn't that long ago. Morrison came out on FM radio and said, no, no, I didn't shit myself. No, 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 no. This is how how it unrolled. So how's the rollout going? I didn't grab my pants. (laughs) What? I didn't grab my pants. I asked about the rollout, Prime Minister. It's not true. I never shit myself. You're like, mate, mate, mate. That's not what we asked you. Uh, look, look. in terms of things that Australia is now internationally famous for, obviously, uh, <laughs> spider plagues, um, uh, liberal staffers that wank, wank on desks, shark attacks, yeah, yes, yeah. and prime ministers who declare they haven't shit themselves. themselves. I, uh, I, I'm... It's it's an amazing way to try to to write, grab the narrative back, um, to steal the news cycle back. I assume he We're was talking successful. about it first, so it's worked. Yeah, it's worked. It's worked. <laughs> I think they're trying to clear the deck. I think the the strategy at that time was, and I think it was only about a week ago. The strategy at that time was let's clear the decks of everything, so in case we have to go for an election. Oh yeah. And so let's get out in front. Let's say this. Let's you know, desensitize it. Do all those kinds of things, and then mm. actually continue on to crap himself in public every <laughs> second or third day because he goes disappearing. The thing that like amused me 
the thing that amused me, this was this was very much in the same sort of news cycle um, as the Rudd comeback when Rudd was oh, both both uh, acting uh, acting uh, opposition leader and acting prime minister at the same time, uh, mm. which which is a big achievement. Uh, not many people managed to do this, and I did think maybe Rudd would come out and say, "Yes, I did shit myself in in the Engadine Maccas, and I did it deliberately." And I did a little bit. And no, no, no. He's going to make that. it his own. He said he, he said he did a Bathurst KFC because he didn't want to seem derivative, so he's really made it proper. That's right. And then he uh, wrote his own name in feces in Chinese <laughs> characters on the wall. Oh. So there you go. Ah, oh, okay. He's, he's Kevin from Queensland, and he was there to help. Hey, what did you think about that? Did you just, did you chat about that the other week when Rudd Rudd no, called I up? No, I think it to... was. I think it happened just after we'd finished recording. Yeah, so okay. Like the next morning or something, and um, yeah, it was it was just. I thought it was hard. the thing that got me about it was it was so plausible. Mm-hmm. Like you you knew immediately when you heard oh Kevin's intervened to do this, and it, it wasn't so much that he'd intervened. It was that the government because they'd sent Neville from procurement to to buy all the vaccine. Um, they wouldn't have done it. Yes, and and there was a part. I think we we were chatting about it on our and on our little text thing, and saying you know the audacity of Pfizer going oh well you you know we're so important you have to come to us with your higher people and that but kind of like at the moment they yeah are. we do how many, we how, do how many prime ministers and, and presidents are, are are they being courted by at the moment like fourteen exactly fourteen last plus count. plus. <laughs> Plus, and I imagine there's some countries where where the bribes are strong, legitimate, and clear. Like these these are countries that good that are good at bribery. They know how to yeah. do it, and they're like, they they're not like dancing in the dark and getting getting that one guy who once lived in Indonesia to do the bribe. No, they, they, these countries they're like, no, we we here's a big bag of cash. This goes yeah. straight to your board of directors, off the books. Yep. And also here's here's the legit contract. So you know and what? The I, speedboat. I came in. You can have the speedboat too. Here are the keys. Jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> You know what I love though? This reminded me of years ago. Um, I, it must have been during during the Abbott government. Um, Paul mm-hmm. Keating turned up on seven thirty um, oh. to critique the Abbott government for something. I can't quite remember what it was, but he had uh. he had binders and he had, he had like binders because he, he did. And he, and you know, I think Kevin Rudd is the same. Like he 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 has not yeah. given up the quest of of doing the work. And you know that he was he's been sitting there the whole time. So of course it's plausible that he said, "Well, bloody get up, get the, get on the phone and I'll, I'll call up Pfizer guy." So yeah, yeah. Uh, and and it's and- the beard. Whether he did, you know, whether it made a difference or not, it didn't really matter. It, 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 that is actually what started to trigger, I think, is what started to trigger this anger at how bad the vaccine rollout has been. Yep. Because it was also the way that uh, Greg Hunt responded to it in the press conference and sort of said, oh, yes, we all laughed about that. We thought he'd try and take the credit, you know, ha, mm. ha, 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 ha. And it's kind of like you've actually just admitted that you fucked up mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't even realise that you're doing it. Uh-huh. You're so bad at this. Yeah, Greg Hunt's one of the few people who perform uh, better if he had constantly he constantly had a concussion. He's that, he's that shit at what he does. <laughs> you're welcome, Siege. I was waiting for you to take a drink. You were just waiting until I took a sip, weren't you? <laughs> like, seriously, you got to go to work now. Can you hit me in your head a couple of times? <laughs> But he pops up and after the, the so everyone's got a, we're all programmed now for like the 11 o'clock, quarter to 11, half past 10, you start to get the numbers dribbling through from New South Wales, yep, Victoria yep. and all that. 11 o'clock, Gladys, the Gladys show starts where yep. she circular breathes for 45 minutes and doesn't give you any freaking information. And then, um, then, you know, about half past two, 
you know, after everyone's had a bit of a go, Greg Hunt will just rock up and like do a press conference and you're like, what is the purpose? What is the purpose of this press conference? This could have been an email. This could have been a tweet. No, there's still stupid things to be said in in his defence. There's no way the other people have swept the, the, the plate clean of dumb things. So Hunt comes in to like take the table scraps. Just in just in pointing to when Rudd came out and what you said before, Siege, about the anger that people are feeling. And I think mm. it's interesting because we'll come to what uh, Morrison has finally done today. But now we, we are in a situation where more than 50% of the country, more than 50% of you, listener, more than mm-hmm. 50% of you, because there are 8 million listeners, I think. Yep. Yeah. So, so 4 million of you, 4 million of you are in lockdown right now, which is, um, damn. Yeah. So yeah. I can understand I, I can understand that frustration and that anger um, and the fact that these damn vaccines ain't getting out there fast enough. That's why we're doing this one all over Zoom in solidarity. Mm. Yeah. We are not in the same room today. Yeah, no. We aren't. No. Even, though, I, even, it, though, even though I'm double vaxxed, so I can I can go and lick Sydney God, if Sydney God, would let me in. Pose I would when it comes Fies to a little shit. Like, I know, oh, right? I've got my double vax. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, so um, ACT have some... Thing like twenty five percent of people are fully vaccinated. Yeah, so, and Will, Will's half of those. And Will's <laughs> no, no, this is the population of the ACT in this podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> such a representative. Thing. No, to be I fair though, in nine weeks I'll get my second AZ, so I'll be pretty much the same as you. I think I've got another five yes. weeks. Yeah, to go. yeah. Uh, September yeah. before I get mine. Uh, my second one. The stroll yep. out, the stroll out. Look, people are people are frustrated. And obviously, you know, they wouldn't have been so frustrated, I don't doubt it, if we had been, you know, in the same sort of situation we were in March where there ain't no real lockdowns and we're living mm. life as normal. We just can't can't escape the hermit kingdom. Ah, but yep. there, there you go. There you go. So, um, oh, we did do, uh, you know, the vaccines are increasing. So we need to get to like 40 million vaccine doses. Um, yep. And I think we're doing 1 million a week now. Uh, so but that was only last week. That's yeah, we've, the first this week is the first week we've week. hit one million a week. Which you know. So hang on, let me. I'm just gonna do the math. Forty million, one million in a week. That's two, three weeks. Uh, no, no, it's not. No. So we've done about we've, we've, we've done ten million doses. Another thirty million to go. So th- okay, thirty weeks, weeks. Thirty weeks at this rate. Thirty Maths weeks. Guy. That's, that's basically before Christmas. Uh, I don't think it is actually. Oh, it's definitely not. The question I have, okay, because I know some of you will have been paying more attention to this than I have, is the kitties. Okay, so Mm-mm. this Delta um, variant is not good for the kitties. Did you see? Oh. Did you see what happened in Georgia? No, but the well, country I or heard the state? No, no, like like Bad Delta things. is going around the world, and uh, and you know they're talking about the pandemic in America is very much a pandemic of the unvaccinated now. A lot of yeah. Republican uh, Republican states. Uh, yeah, five-year-old um, boy died of COVID. Oh, um, my God. That and is just, just I know. I know all the way yeah, there, there has been deaths. But COVID had skewed more towards old people. And that, that – but still. You yeah, know, anytime exactly. You kids but dying, but even just... even in the in the second week of the New South Wales lot, not non-lockdown. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Um, mm. There was there was some, uh, you know, young people. There were certainly 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds in the ICU. In the ICU, exactly, and and you just go, okay, so this is how this is trending, and I, we can't get the adults vaccinated. So what's what does that mean for the 
for kids. I've been. No, worried. no, no. There's a precedent for doing it with the kids. You just go to a private school in Hunters Hill. Oh my god! That's boom, right. job done. <laughs> so we, we've you can do it by accident. It's that easy to do children. Oh, hey, speaking of private schools, I will, we will stay on vaccination because there's a couple of more things I want to talk about. But did you see? Um, I love the stories that the Guardian is rolling out every so often of dodgy businesses, organisations, things, enterprises that have got JobKeeper payments even while they're making uh, a bunch mm. of profits. Um, there was a nice little story this morning about the Hale School over in uh, Perth, I believe, oh, yeah. um, where they had received $7 million in JobKeeper payments and used that money to uh, to reduce school fees for, for uh, their well-off. So... Uh, I read that like, Ben yeah. Robert Smith went there and one no, other. That was, that, was the, that was the bit. Andrew it was the second Hasty. paragraph. No, it was Christian Christ Porter. Yeah. Christian Porter. I was, I was, was going to say. the second paragraph in The Guardian and, and <laughs> the school's alumni include Christian Porter and Ben Robert Smith. And I'm like, oh, oh, what a, what a hanger of a paragraph. Just, I'll just leave it uh, here because you don't need to say anything more about that. About yeah. Uh, <laughs> Allegedly. But oh, <laughs> So it's like Jerry Harvey and Harvey Norman stores don't close. Like that's the other thing too. Well, otherwise they wouldn't be entitled to JobKeeper. They need to, you know, make our money work for them. So they've got to stay open. Is that how it works? I, look, I get, I get early on in the, in the pandemic, you say like March, April, where who knew how shit the economy was going to go? You're going to go, all right, this could go full on Great Depression level. We've got 30% unemployment. Everyone's yep. just kicked out um, and, and it's gone to pot. But a lot of industries have actually done pretty well out of this. All of the, the anything you can buy on the internet's done pretty well. Obviously, there's yep. construction. And so I get that that was difficult to predict. But now, Jesus, these companies making profits. Anyway, what I wanted to ask is, um, you know, we are still along. You know, this is the, the thing that gets me is we're for back to vaccines. Um, we're still a long way from actually getting enough vaccine supply to get people vaccinated. But... Um, thing I'm wondering about is the stuff that people are talking about in terms of vaccine hesitancy. Um, did you see that one um, uh, in France? Now, uh, now, if, if you, uh, you can't go to a cafe unless, you, unless you've been double vaccinated, and there's this awesome graph going around. And it, was, and it was like first vaccination, say, whenever it came out in March, April or something like that. And they're ticking along, they go well, and then they sort of dribble down, dribble down over time, you know, as, as you'd expect. Yeah. And, then, and then there's this day, this one day where, it's, where Macron said, okay, uh, you have to be double vaccinated to go to a cafe. And they, they went to their highest <laughs> by like eight times. It was, like, it was like eight times the highest before. What do you think about that? Should we that be shows how we literally be thinking ad, about you know that they've got I think is still one of the best ads for getting vaccinated I've seen where you you see a close up of an arm getting a needle and then you see a shop shutter door rolling up then you see another arm getting a needle yeah. and a pub opens and this yep. sort of thing I didn't know they meant it so literally but <laughs> but I'll give them I'll give them points for that like fuck it if you're complaining that you shouldn't have to get vaccinated then you sh- there's a lot of other things you shouldn't have to be either mm. I, I don't think it's unprecedented to say if you are endangering yourself and others we are concerned about that and the slippery slope arguments rack off what about you know like the whole incentives of i I think it depends on what the incentive is i think giving people beers to go and have Uh, a vaccination uh, slightly problematic is it um a little bit and um but you know i kind (laughs) of get the cafe thing in terms of uh socializing it's such a big part of the culture um so that so that makes sense. I I I look. It's hard to understand because I 
don't have the hesitancy. Mm. I had the pause when all the AstraZeneca stuff. As you many know, right people at, are. I think at, there was numbers the the other day that, that yeah, there's lots right of AstraZeneca sitting around. Right at the very, very beginning. Yeah. But that was only because um, it wasn't like it didn't it didn't stop me from making the appointment or anything like that. It was just kind of like a, because that was the side. Look, and to remember, itself. and to go back on your numbers before, Rod, haven't there been two more deaths from uh, AstraZeneca blood clots? There, there were there two. Been. Yeah. Yeah. I think no. I think there's four. I think there's four now um, in Australia who have yeah. died um, from AstraZeneca blood clots, and obviously when you when you frame it in terms of uh, per vaccination, very small. But uh, how many people have died in this latest COVID um, outbreak? Five. Yeah. Okay. So let's. Again, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm just. I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. It's, it's not about deaths. I mean, the latest stuff I was reading only today about some of the the. Um, the accrued effects of long COVID on mental capacities yeah. on all these other things. Did you see, I, I, I saw something, horrendous. That, something like 17% of, of the UK um, has long COVID. But, yeah. but this reminded me of, of, of Dan Nolan's tweet from like eight years ago. <laughs> he, he described the whole country as a, a country of fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this is different. I was going to say, how could you tell? But um, they, the the they, thing is, you, this is not. I always get annoyed by this. I agree, deaths deaths are the worst case, but it's such a easy and, it's and worse piss, things than piss thin, yeah, it's a piss thin argument. Like, yeah, but fuck all people died. Therefore, to force people into it is insane. It's like, dude, long COVID. Like the best description I saw today was something along the lines of, "It makes anyone who has it feel like an eighty-year-old man." Like they function like an eighty-year-old cognitively impaired chap. I don't know why it's a man who cares. Yeah, but, I. I <laughs> but that was. But the, it's a vivid image. You imagine a dude who's a bit fuzzy. You know, Uncle Arthur at the at the Christmas party had a few sherry's. Is also a bit senile, and then you imagine that in a twenty-year-old person, and that's the kind of image they're trying to conjure. And I, I, I know that's very evocative. But the bottom line is, long COVID exists. There's mm-hmm. going to be more, more of it. It's shitty. Um, and we don't know enough about it yet, no, but we, we know don't. that. So we don't. we don't even know what the further repercussions could be. So, yeah, I don't want it. I do not want the COVID. And no. I'm very grateful to be in the paddock in the middle of New South Wales where we have touch wood just over a year of not having an active case. But yeah. God knows how. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's just luck. I mean, Actually, is... science knows how because we're very educated here. Oh, uh, no. It's not necessarily. <laughs> no, I don't no, think of course so. not. Not even remotely. Oh, God, God, just on the Sydney numbers, it's just so scary, the numbers of people out there in community transmission. Like, yeah, it's... uh, It's not the number of cases. It's it's like the the number I always wait for is the number they they give, this is the number of cases for the day, so say 112, whatever. Then they'll go, 56 of those were, you know, active in in the community while they were infectious. And then they go, and then there was another 20 or something that were Mm. partially in, you know, during that time. And you go, okay, that's 70. That is a lot of people touching and feel for, to other feel people. for you Sydney listeners we really well oh, I feel God, for yeah. all of you in well, down also, the, and the detractors again saying well look the, the, this is outrageous though you know you, you shouldn't lock us down until there's a need to there was a need about yeah, five weeks ago. you know how lockdown works it stops it becoming like lockdown is supposed to defeat itself so so to speak you shouldn't need it the reason you have it is because you don't want to need it I mean, I used to have an argument with a guy who used to manage a bar I was a bouncer in. And whenever we had a whole bunch of bouncers on at a big event and there was no fights, he would ah. look at us and go, why are you wasting all your money on security stuff? It's like, because there's no fights, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so one day he, he rostered a quarter of the number of people required and it was a brawl from one end of the night to the other. I looked at him and said, thanks, 
mate. And this is no different. It's yeah. like, well, what do you mean? We had a lockdown and no one got sick. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. But so Victoria responded um, quickly, very quickly, unfortunately, because so they're in their fifth lockdown. I did you see on that that um, yeah. that they've got a uh, new opposition leader and um, and so previously their opposition leader has been moderately libertarian in, in saying oh too many lockdowns we don't want it, don't need lockdowns they flipped it around they said you should have locked down faster I'm like <laughs> wow what a switch they finally I don't know if they could have got any faster quite no. frankly yeah. and South Australia had two cases and they thought okay we know what's going on so they they went to um, shut retail they shut all, all retail stops. Now, mind you, in Adelaide, not too hard because they're hardly ever open. There's eight shops like, and, a, and a packet of crisps in the street. Well, and, it's and not so much that. Like all, the sh- all the shops shut at five o'clock and you, you shut at lunchtime on a Saturday and you don't open on a Sunday anyway. <laughs> um, so they cut out all the retail straight away, which is a big move that Sydney still basically is refusing to do. <sighs> and then all of a sudden um, South Australia is up to 12 cases. Yeah. Like in three days, they went up to 12 cases because yeah. one bloke had a birthday party, which is perfectly fine. Have the birthday party. He didn't know he was sick. Um, Imagine that. It, it's like you can't tell. It's mm. like you can't tell. Mm. What do we do about that? We ignore it till it's bad and then something. I don't Has know. there ever been a gender reveal party where they've burnt down like a forest and given everyone COVID? I'm yes. wondering if those that, that Venn diagram circles Pretty can sure overlap that's at some happen. point. I was just yeah. reading a story about a um, a couple uh, doing jail, I think, or or something big because of the gender reveal party that burnt down a forest <laughs> in America. Started the fires. It's a book. It's a book. Been... It's a rod. <laughs> should just be jailed for doing a gender reveal party, basically. Oh, That's look, fair. yes, yes. But anyway, um, so a couple of little, little, little things that I just saw as well on, on uh, vaccines. There was a little bit where um, Scott has been on the phone to Atagi um, to tell them to change their advice. Um, Not only on the phone, but uh, at, in public. Well, what are we doing here? Voice. What are we doing? You don't he, say he's that. Flip flopping. He flip flops on it because at first he says, "Well, you, they say to him, why don't you do something about it?'" And then he says, "I don't control them." Then he turns around and says, "Yes, I do. No, I don't. I'm the prime minister." He flip flops because he's not clear on his messaging. He's also panics and says stupid things all the time. So he's not even clear on whether he thinks he should or can control them or not. But he also but I, did, he does. He, he, he keeps going, I'll take the medical advice. And then the medical advice is, okay, we're only going to give it to these people under a certain age. Yeah. And he goes, well, I've been trying to convince them otherwise. You know, I've been telling them, you know. And it's kind of like your bully, bullying is not going to work in this instance. These yep. guys are going to it, stick it to their guns. It They've might. got a bigger picture. Look, I don't know. I really don't think so. Don't I'd think like so. to not think so, but I'm not. 100% convinced it won't they've, have any they've effect. pretty well so far. I, I agree. Like, I'm not casting any nasturtiums at them. I just, um, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it's ironclad that it will have no effect because, thing, you know, we're through the looking glass and all that shit. Hmm. Uh, but he did say he's sorry, which I like it as a... He totally just, used the word. He totally used the word, yes. Isn't that a funny thing? I mean, we've certainly moved on in, like, that he feels badgered enough that he will, you know, that the, the media discourse for the last couple of days has been, are you going to apologise for the vaccine rollout? And uh, what did he the say? Contortions, I'm sorry. The contortions. Yeah. The contortions he would go through. But the actual line where the word appears, and I, I believe it only appeared once in the whole word shit salad compost that he came out with, I'm certainly sorry... We haven't been able to achieve the marks that we hoped for at the beginning of this year. There you go. I'm sorry. Not, it happened. I'm 
Yeah, I'm not sorry. It's it's almost like I'm sorry you feel that way. It's not far <laughs> off it. And oh, you can really tell that. where different media outlets sit by the way they headline that statement because it's so a very clear bifurcation. Did you did you I, I looked everywhere for the audio on this today and I couldn't I couldn't find it. I it found was. bits and pieces, but but that's the quote. And then No, no, I mean, not not where he said it, the one where he was dodging saying it. Oh, you know, that, that Kiss that was, FM one? Yeah, the Kiss FM one, which is really funny. And they're saying, look, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll accept, a, um, you know, my bad at this stage. You yeah. know, I'll accept anything. And he just did everything around it so he wouldn't say sorry. Well, did he even say, what do these words, what do these yeah, letters spell? Yeah, what does S-O-R-R-Y. S-O-R-R-Y spell? And yeah, he but that doesn't incredible. <laughs> That's the good. contortions are so freaking see-through. No, but you know he loves John Howard, and you know that John Howard spent a oh, whole decade uh, yeah. resisting saying sorry. Uh, you know, he became that was years. That was years that John That's Howard true. said, "No, you don't say sorry for something you didn't do." Personally, well, I didn't do it. That's not me, anyway. But um, Morrison goes on to say, "Of course, I am." He doesn't say sorry again. But what's important is that we're totally focused on ensuring that we've been turning this around. I take responsibility for the vaccination program. And I also take responsibility for the challenges we've had, aka, look at the amazing success. That's just, I'm sorry, that's not sorry. It's not sorry. And also, he tried to turn it around by um, saying that they'd won the Olympics, you know, <laughs> 2032. Oh. Um, but, but, but those, those, the, the, the thing he's so worried about is that labor people, labor advertising people or whatever, are going to grab those little, snippets out of it so yep. they can get a little soundbite so they can drop it into the ads in the campaign and they're going to do that anyway mate Damn like right. they're going to make it you've you've already given so many soundbites i don't hold so a hose many. i don't hold a hose like i don't hold a hose it's not a race it's, frankly and i don't care to, frankly he, i don't care i mean it's all there it's all yeah. there and and did you see where he was trying to say that the um it is not a race he wasn't talking about the vaccine rollout. He's tried to wind that back in the last yeah, 48 yeah. hours as well. Good luck with that. Oh, and he blamed yeah. that on, on Atagi as well. Or yep. did you say Atagi or something? But he, he pushed that back on them. Yep. I know. And he's like, you... you I do like the, Olymp- the Olympic photo that's been doing the rounds on the internet where he's got his hands in the air and the shot is basically groin height at his desk. I'm pretty convinced that's because... He did something on his own desk. It's, it's, it well, like. I was, I, he was my, celebrating his man. My thinking is the, you know, the, the, the onion cartoon, the sickos one where he's up against the window. Sickos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, Are you thinking of, what was that? Um, uh, the, the one that uh, David Duchovny was in, in Hollywood. Runkle. And the guy was standing <laughs> uh, yeah. I forgot what it's called. Californication. No. Californication. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was it. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'm still on uh, medicinal drugs, so my yeah. words are slow. All right, yeah. all right. So, so that's that's enough. I mean, that's enough vaccine, <laughs> vaccine, and lockdown, and and COVID. Um, did you guys talk about uh, General Fruin being being the the military man in the front? Anyway, anyway. yeah. Let's go to the Olympics. You did, you did, COVID and I shield. listened to your episode. There you go. Um, it was great. It was great. Um, Olympics, <laughs> eh? That's a bit of bloody good news. Is it Sport? on now? Like, is it actually happening now? Uh, no, I think the I think the the, fri- the 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 Japan Olympics starts on on Friday. The opening ceremony is Friday night, but I, I've, we've got to go and watch Black Widow the second time. So, uh, we'll come back and see what's on there later. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> no, they kind of they haven't got an audience for it, have they? And there won't be any um, athletes. It's on the TV. No, no, no. I know it's on the TV, but I, I mean, hear Nikki Webster's going to come back. 
Yeah, no. It's, uh, look, I feel so sorry for them. Yeah, you got to put on, you got to put on the party, but no one's going to come. So you know, it's, uh, and you know, oh, no man. one's going to come. Well, at least, but at least you got an excuse. Like this is like you organised your party, and and then the police say it's lock, you know lockdown. No one's allowed to come. It's like, oh damn! It's not that I'm unpopular. It's the police. Obviously, and my girlfriend from Canada was totally <laughs> obviously my come. girlfriend from Canada was going to come. The ticket. <laughs> But she couldn't because of Peter Dutton wouldn't let her into the into the. I like I like the shots. Of, there's a whole flock of athletes that prove that you could totally bone on the cardboard beds. Did you see that? Oh one? my god, I hadn't seen that. Bunch of a bunch of I think it was gymnasts, like six or seven of them the jumping gym. up and down on them. Bang, bang, Are they bang, cardboard like, beds? Yeah, yeah. yeah and the the claim went around that they're trying to make them uh, pork proof. Of what? Yes, they were trying to make them pork proof. But Look, also- I get that they have to be COVID safe, but the whole reason you 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 go to the Olympics as an athlete is to bone other athletes. Like yes, that's to bone the, hot it's people. not just yeah, that; yeah. it's it's the um uh they're biodegradable later, so waste. Okay. you know oh, that's all good. that so kind that, of stuff. Does that mean like, they're not waterproof? Maybe that's the concern. I don't know. They absorb moisture too rapidly. It's not something that I'll ever have to worry about being an Olympian in it. No, look, it's unlikely that any of us, uh, yeah. It's not a thing. Sadly. Give yourself, man. I could be a contender. Um, yeah, no, the other thing I was going to talk about is, is, is Brisbane. Yeah. Big old Brisbane. Um, it had Expo 88 and now it's going to have, um, Olympics 32. So kicking goals for Brisbane there. Yeah. Yeah. The greatest surprise that everybody already knew. Like, yep. It's so weird that everyone's like, yeah, no one like, yeah, but the, yeah. and we knew. Like, I know you have to wait until the, the deal is sealed, but it's, that was a weird thing. Who, who do you think it's going to be? Who do you think it's going to be? It's us, you dick. Okay, cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> Act surprise. Ex- Scott, wank on the desk. That'll fool him. Like, <laughs> Man, okay, Siege. Is this the thing that um, that we can uncork you about? How did you oh, feel? No, look, so, I kind of peaked. John Coates. I'm- John Coates. John Coates. Give me an emotion. I mean, John Coates has always been a complete and utter fuckwit. But today he... Allegedly. ...stepped up again because, he must, I don't know, he must have thought the mantle was slipping slightly and just <laughs> was... Did another appalling public slap in the face to a woman in public. I mean, like, quite seriously, if, if, you, if you were in a workplace... And a bloke spoke to you like that in front of a whole bunch of other people. That person would be taken, like that bloke would be taken out and said, okay, you might have some issues and you might want to tell them that, but you take them away quietly and you talk about it. No, no, no. At at our workplace, Will and I, we'd take them behind the bike sheds and give them a damn good spanking. Oh, yes. (laughs) Right. But so he he, he bitch slapped around. yeah. Anastasia Palaszczuk because she wasn't going to go to the well, – she, she's fighting on a, a, another kind of political front which is not going to the opening ceremony because yep. a lot of people said she shouldn't be going to Japan anyway and so I guess she's trying to do let's win the um, 2032 Olympics but not do it in a big flashy kind of yeah, way. Yeah, let's, okay? let's be attuned to the times maybe. Attuned to the times, yeah. yeah. And then coming bowling in from 1954 is John Coates going, oh, you have to go, you don't understand the importance of it. And, da, 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 da. and oh, it was just... That whole like, fucking you don't understand. Oh. You don't understand. And this, and, and fortunately she was wearing a mask yeah, oh. know, being COVID safe, because. but even then you could see the daggers coming out of her eyes. Because if she wasn't wearing a mask, she could have actually spat on him, which I would pay money to see. 
And but then in a, an interview very shortly after that, I saw the interview with her on uh, ABC News and uh, Breakfast News, and they asked her, "Oh, you know, seemed to be a bit of a thing between you and John Coates." And she didn't dump him in it. She no. she she was like the bigger. Oh was no, politician. I've known John she for was... years. You know, she knows she knows the job is to eat a bucket of shit. And I know, but it's just like so wrong, so wrong. And he's got form in this space. I well, mean, but he's – I mean, this is the thing. This shows how what a dinosaur organisation the International Olympics Com- uh, Commission is, that, that, that he will not be dressed down or talked to about that. There's, there's you know, he'll, he'll, yeah. he'll read some bad opinion pieces about him, but he, he will not care. There's no uh, board management, anything in there that will say, look, you, you are atrocious. And he's also on a declared income of like half a million dollars a 700, year. So, 700000 yeah, $700, That's his declared income. And Palaszczuk gets... Plus bribes, four, four, allegedly. I'm alleging nothing. I'm not even alleging. I'm just asking what... Like, in some countries, they're just called the cost of doing business. What so would it be? Not, it's not always yeah. bribes. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm not saying you, anything. You didn't say anything, Siege. That's not, very good. Nothing's been the said. The saddest thing today was was um, when I realized when they talked about the games in um, 2032, and I thought, oh, okay, that's amazing. You know, so it's 32 years after Sydney. Interesting that. And then I went, oh, the games, John Clark's the games. Yeah. There won't be anything <laughs> like that. And then I was like, how long's the 200 meter race? <laughs> How long is it, Mr. Wilson? Pool. Did you, How long did, do you think it is? Because Brian had a couple of beers and he's now got the world record. You know, like, so um, yeah, it was a, a, a nice moment to remember how absolutely brilliant that TV show was. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did see a tweet that says, uh, "Don't don't work out your age in 2032. Just just don't no, go there. No. Just go there. It's it's at some point Brisbane will have the Olympics." Oh my god! And, no, and Brisbane is out. very good. All of Queensland, at least on the coast, is very good at handling uh, mature citizens. So it'd be perfect for us by then. <laughs> That's not true. You I just think it's lovely that they think the climate will be um, okay at that time for us to hold anything. <laughs> I, I, I didn't tell you, but while, while I was because uh, um, the the time I was not on G'day Chipolatas, I was driving up to Queensland for a holiday. Um, and um, the the kids were they were already up in Queensland and. Uh, and so uh, they were playing a lot of Ticket to Ride um, with, their, oh, yeah. with their cousins at the time. And they said, oh, you have to do like a Ticket to Ride situation to dodge all of the lockdowns to drive throughout back New South Wales to get there. So, so we've decided we're making a, um, a board game. Uh, it's probably called Road Trip or something like that. Um, but what you mm-hmm. have to do is you have to get between two cities in Australia and you have to dodge uh, lockdowns, bushfires, cyclones, floods, um, uh, mouse plagues, spider plagues, uh, and and yep. you get points for doing each thing, and then you know, national so, party held seats. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get you get negative points. It gets harder if you you know. <laughs> yeah, you lose a wheel. Your car only has three if you go through Barnaby Joyce's district. <laughs> um, so there you go. But anyway, good on good on you, Brisbane. Good on you, Brisbane. You're going to have the Olympics. Um, so interestingly, while Anastasia was not really allowed to leave, we did have an international visitor this week. Briefly. So I forgot who she was. <sighs> Katie Hopkins. So I saw Katie Hopkins all over my Twitter feed and I thought, oh, who the hell's that? And, and you know, sort of took great comfort in the fact that I didn't know who she was. And then Will very helpfully sent me the link of her accepting that award from the fake <laughs> organisation. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God, it's her. She's, she's foul. She's foul. Oh, no, she's off the charts. She, she's she off the actually, charts foul. She she's, actually she's, called um, – She makes Andrew Bolt look like a left winger. Yeah. She does. She, she's actually quoted as calling uh, Islam 
immigrants or Islamic migrants disgusting cockroaches. Yeah. And she called for a final solution yep. for them. She's that bad. She's not like, I don't like people who don't look like me. She's out and out maniac. So Channel 7 brought her out to Australia to be so, in the new Big mm-hmm. Brother. And when um, Karen Andrews, who is the immigration minister, was interviewed about it. She said, well, um, okay, so like we might have issued the visa, but the state ticked off on it. And it's Whoa. kind of like, well, the states oh, all tick off on it because me. they're a production the company, so they have to get the tick off from the, the states, state to do it. The states and don't do like immigration. They, 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 they don't do the immigration. Um, that, and that, that, that goes to, back to almost federation or something. Ooh. I don't know. I don't know. I think you do. Constitutional I think you do lawyers, know that but one. Let's, uh, maybe that's the thing that you do, federal government. It's becoming yeah, so, your strong suit. Yeah, mm-hmm. so she, so she she's trying. To, Karen Andrews is trying to deflect it back to the states, and I'm like, it's so your responsibility. But I did take comfort from it because I thought, oh, finally, we have a woman in the parliament who is as mediocre as the men in the parliament. So right. we have equality. But 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 she's really plummeted in in her time in this new portfolio. She, I used to think as a science person, she was uh, the science ministry is easy. So this is easy. It's easy. You open, a, you open a giant microscope and say, wow, and then you give some money to scientists every so often. Well, I, I didn't realise she was going to – she was that flexible to morph into the monster you have to be in that portfolio. But uh, she is. Uh, but did you hear um, Did you hear Barnaby's response to um, Katie Hopkins being kicked out? Oh, something oh, that was hoping, bongo. Like, well, yeah, he said she should pack her bongo and get out of the country. And we're all <laughs> going, still trying to work out what that means. But here's the interesting thing. Here's the interesting thing that that suddenly for a lot of right-wing people, and I think Andrew Bolt, Bolt said she should go. Um, and, Is he right-wing? Uh, yeah, no. And um, Alan Jones, did he did he dive in? But but Barnaby jo- jo- uh, Joyce definitely. Um, a bunch of right-wing people said, no, there's a line here that she should go, uh, she should go which is interesting. You know, it that it wasn't it wasn't a fight just prosecuted by left wingers. And I think don't, partly Don't yeah. you think that was more to do with the fact that there's a whole bunch of Australians that can't get back to Australia at the moment? Oh, there was multiple things. Literally. I think it was the Australians that can't get back and so they are feeling guilty when someone or suddenly turns up. Oh look, someone's suddenly here. And then it, there's also the flouting of the lockdown. You know, I'm gonna stand in front of the, mm. the police officer naked and and whatever it was. I don't know. She know, said, we heard uh, naked and we stopped listening. No, she said, uh, what is it? The police officer who checked me in told me when they locked on my, when they knocked on my door, I have to wait 30 seconds till I can open the door to collect my food. What I want is the sergeant in the foyer to come up and tell me off so that I can stand there while I'm naked you and wearing a mask, though. She is so – it's it's the Kimberly Guilfoyle vibes. You remember, oh, yeah. like, Kimberly Guilfoyle, like uh, Don Ju- uh, Donald Trump Jr. Junior. Um, yeah, that uh, the that best she, is yet to come. Yes, and she was done That's for her, multiple yeah. sexual harassment cases, where it's basically her yeah. getting her staff members to turn up at her house while she's naked, and I don't think she would. She do did it to Neville. That's why Neville freaked out doing <laughs> Pfizer. Neville from procurement came around, and there was Kimberly Guilfoyle naked. So a couple of people I follow on Twitter um, sent me were sending me articles um, of of her, and she she basically um, uh, Katie Hopkins, was, Katie Hopkins, sorry, yeah, and she um, was sued, and so she. Declare bankruptcy so she can get out of it and all that kind of thing. She's yeah, like, yeah, standard. I'm the victim. That's what they do. Yep. Well, uh, good riddance, and I'm glad that um, most of Australia agreed that you shouldn't be here. And uh, suck it, Channel Seven. I hope you you lost a whole cost bunch you a of fortune. Hope, hope you lost a yeah. lot there. So, yep. hope you go bankrupt and it dissolve. Yeah. <laughs>
because we don't watch any. I know, you, but Will, you've got better homes and gardens, isn't uh, that? I'm not so not so wedded to that. I can handle it. You can you can move need, on now because yeah. how, how much masters. racism is too much racism to give up on uh, better homes and gardens? <laughs> um, okay, what else have we got? So, oh, here's a here's a big one. Um, our 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 barrier reef, um, the great one. Uh, what's going on there, Rod? You had a motion. I had a motion. Well, so Australia. <laughs> Congratulations, given the amount of drugs you're well, on. <laughs> I've had a motion, even through uh, opium. The uh, what's her name? Susan Lay has been doing the traps around Hungary, France, Spain, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Oman, and the Maldives, trying to drum up support to have UNESCO stop calling it in danger which is exactly what you do when a World Heritage natural site is in danger. You get it reclassified so it's not, so it's okay. So and that alone, yeah, so she's literally flown to all these countries to, to get people to um, not support the 21-member committee who are going to decide what, she's, sure she's, whether it's she's on the She's flown around to those places. Yeah, though, physically like, gone yeah. to these places to draw up support so people enough people vote against it. And and then um, brought, taken some diplomats out on a on a dive tour. But they've paid yeah, for that themselves, so that wasn't a problem. What is it? Warren Ench is the ambassador, and yeah. him in a diving outfit. Oh, my know, God. You want me to keep talking? Because I'll, I'll keep doing it. <laughs> oh, no, Ench no. But he's got, he's, he, has he still got the great moustache? Because I'm imagining him in, in – no, not the Speedos. It's it's full boiler suit. Like he's, Speedos. He's, <laughs> Warren Ench is a very flamboyant. Or, or it's like um like uh, Jacques Cousteau. Somehow he's got a, a weird over-the-shoulder. And it's a red star from the 50s. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the red wetsuit. Warren Ench, Warren Ench in a red wetsuit. Oh, oh. <laughs> I think we should just talk about that for a while. Oh, just, but what I, what I like is it came out from um, I was I was cruising the twitters and um, David Ritter, who's the head of Greenpeace Australia Pacific, and, and a very decent fella, um, was saying, "Let's remind ourselves that in 1981 the Great Barrier Reef was declared World Heritage under UNESCO, under the Fraser Coalition government." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they drummed up for that, and they they promised to do the utmost that they could to protect it, keep it status, you know, in in. Um, in uh, perpetuity so they didn't and i love that this is the classic another classic example of how a a liberal national coalition today would be almost unrecognizable to one of 30 years ago they'd look at them oh it is what happened to you people i I don't see how any of these people could sign up for it so yeah well done they're shitting on something that their own people allegedly worked hard to have happen it's um it's just great it's just great love it hmm Mm. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Rod, you got can we some... Talk about, yeah, sorry. Siege, you go. No, I was just going to say, can we talk about something happy? Like, uh, uh, happy. What have I got here? Not I haven't got any happy. Go, yeah, let's do polls. Or, oh, I do have polls, yeah. Uh, how, are they happy? Tell us about them. The great I've for heard us. about a few polls. But mind you, you us? see, you I always go, do are you in a... the plus minus on the polls, though. You know, the margin of error. Yeah, yeah, of course. These, these be, are though. bigger than that. You're a poll nerd. Some of them. I so Guardian Essential, which of course everyone will who's right wing will go, oh, it's biased. Yes, because they only ask a cross section of people from everywhere. No, they point. say how much how much do you love Labor versus no, how, how left scummy- are you? Really left or a hundred percent left? Okay, we'd like to continue. So there's a fifteen percent drop in uh, Australia's perception that the Prime Minister is good in a crisis. So that's dropped significantly. Fifteen percent <laughs> drop. So it's from, dropped by. Ooh, I don't have the number. No, that no I was going to say. So, but that's like since 
So there was a say there was a mark. There was mm. a, a the benchmark was say the bushfires where he was outstanding. I think performer. it was low back, but that was a long enough ago. But that was, it was low. And then he's so lost he's another gone. fifteen. Yeah, fifteen on points. That. I think I think he may have after the bushfires clawed a bit bit, bit back. He did in, claw in, a bit in, back. In, you know the the early days of JobKeeper and stuff like that when they flooded money into the economy. I think people would have said, "Oh, you're doing all right." And, and those then, shots of him actually holding a hose, no way to hammer as, as he uh, built the chicken coop. Without a nail in his hand. <laughs> um, 73% believed Morrison basically always plays politics. So I'd like to know who the other 27% are, as always. <laughs> but one of my faves only, I'd, I'd call this optimistic, um, but it's phrased as only 31% of respondents believe the vaccination rollout will be completed within a year. I'd call that as many as 31% believe it will be completed say. in a year. So, but, so when you look at that, so uh, a f- only, a f- only a third, less than a third, believe it would actually happen within 12 months. So that, it's, that is good news. Not good news in terms of the rollout, but it's certainly good yeah. news. It, it smells like even Morrison is starting to go, I'm, I, I might be in a bit of trouble. Oh. Because and then we look at the panicking. other side of the ledger. Yes. Well, don't, don't leave me hanging. points haven't gone up. Elbows have gone up very tinily, but not a lot. However, the preferred, the two-party preferred is quite large in, in, in Labor's favour at the moment, like election-winningly large right now. And again, I, I say I, where, where? More than the margin. Name of the or, seats. In, in, Name no, no. the seats. Australia? <laughs> yeah. Where that is going to change because we've been this, we've been here before. Now, Siege, I know you've been hurt. Show me on this one. I have been hurt. Where it touched you. <laughs> I carry around a map and I point to it and I go, that's where they hurt me. Speaking of, speaking of uh, Morrison potentially being a little bit panicked and hence the Engadine Mackers oh, God, um, sort of oh. thing, attempt to change the narrative. Did you read the, the article that um, that his dog wrote for the Daily Telegraph? I saw it. I saw it on McAuliffe and I thought, oh my God, they're making like that. That's, that's well really funny. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. it actually what, had happened. But what I want to, what I want to know. Obviously, obviously, his dog didn't write it. Uh, was this written uh, by someone in the Daily Telegraph? Journalist in the Daily. The editor says, "All right, your job is to pretend to be Scott Morrison's dog." And, and can you imagine that? Know. I studied for three years at journo school. I'm what? Or, or worse, it's it's or worse or better. It's a political staffer for Morrison who studied for three years at, at political better, science better. school, um, who then has to write a, write an article pretending to be the dog. Uh, like, is this an effort uh, to actually engage some voters and go, oh, Scott Morrison's please, dog? Please, please tell me it's old Tarquin Finkelstein who's been told up. Is there some his... moment? Uh, <laughs> I, I would, I would, I think I might pass out with joy if I knew it was some Sydney University politics kid who's it's got be. his job at PM and Young Libs. I can't be PM and C. No, it's got to be a staffer. Like it's got it's got to be a young libs person that, that has been true, told yeah. your job is to is to write an article as I take pride in representing the prime minister's dog's voice. <laughs> There's one thing I learned at where is St Hale's School in Perth with Christian Porter. Oh, and you know, Every you dog. know, as soon as they finished oh, writing please. this tough article on the on the prime minister's dog, they went and had a wank on someone's desk because of all the <laughs> stress. Oh, they're doing it while they were writing it. I've read the article. Oh my god! Oh. It, 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 I know it's it's so bad. But there was a Jesse Morris in the press conference. Uh, it started to get quite heated. Um, it was yesterday when he was doing it, and and he, he started to get a bit narky and that. And then he goes, "Oh, uh, Jen's had the vaccine, and uh, my mother and my mother-in-law's had the vaccine." And you're like, "Okay." So you know women and you know people who've had the vaccine. Well done, mate. It's just like it, 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 it actually looks quite desperate, which I'm enjoying. Oh, everything he's doing looks desperate right now. It's, it's, it's remarkable to watch. Bernard, mm. Bernard Keane wrote an article today, I think it was today in Crikey, 
eviscerating him. He's basically, you know, surely, oh, yeah. had, you know, we've had prime ministers who've been what gormless, idiotic, vicious, policy free, dumb, blah, blah, blah. But it's never have we had one who's got all those qualities in one, you know, like it's it, the list is much more eloquent than I listed it, but it was it like Keane's pretty harsh on this government anyway. What? I don't blame him. What? But he's also pretty harsh on anyone. He's pretty harsh up. on everybody. Yeah, he's harsh, which I quite enjoy. But he just tore him a new one. It was brilliant, and it was it was almost at the. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Mm. I did see a little one that came through, and I don't even know if this is real. It might be might be just Twitter, um, but it was uh, it was a, a, an allegation that Scott Morrison, in this in this spin focus, had said that Services Australia is um, now processing more claims than it receives. Which <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> glad, glad, glad us through the um, uh, the numbers are only so high because we're testing so much. Oh, on the yesterday. Donald Trump! Yeah. You did it, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh wow, you didn't really just say that. <laughs> you re- you know you're backpedaling and freaking out when that comes out of your mouth. Yeah, oh. it's, we know it's there. It's because we looked for it. Whoa, what? Also, next step, it. next step, you're looking at your arm and thinking, oh, I could, if I could get some sunlight inside my arm. <laughs> <laughs> so she did a 55 minute. Um, they did a 55-minute presser the other day Ugh. and there was the, the chief and even Kerry um, Chant with her broken glasses and everything. Yep. She was there and she's, she's you know. Has she got good broken deliverer. glasses? Oh, oh, no. She had them. They were a bit wonky one day. Oh. <laughs> look, she's got a look, Band-Aid she's over She's a scientist. She's a scientist. Leave us alone. I'm not sometimes, having to go to her. Sometimes. I like her because she seems very human to me. But, but in this whole 55 minutes, there was not one mention of the fact that a woman had died the day before of COVID. Yeah, and and the day and and then the one the death before that, um, Gladys had come out and done her spiel and left it to Kerry Chant to say that someone had died. Yeah, and and it's just like stop messing with this shit. Yeah, like, give us just, give us the hard stand up. Just, just have some like, fucking someone courage. Died. Like, well, not even courage. courage or anything. Just just be human and have express condolences. That. You know, there's family. But I there's think for them people. that is courage because they, 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 this party or this this side of politics has gotten to the point where even acknowledging a death is, in some sense, acknowledging anything they may have done wrong, and they're so beyond being able to do that. I don't even think they can imagine doing it. Also, Kerry Chan, as of today, anyway, the buzz on Twitter is she's disappeared. No, she's had a couple of days off, is, but it was not announced, I gather, and so there no. was a lot of there was oh, a gee, bunch she of concern. Bloody tired the other oh, day. Imagine I, look. That. I'm just like, no, yeah. I will not have anyone picking on the chief. Oh, and I'm not bagging her out. Can you imagine for all of these chief health officers, uh, January 2020, where you're like, it, you know, mm. they put out a press release job. every so often. It's an interesting job. but And you meet um, the, the, uh, the health minister. Regularly, you occasionally meet the premier or the or the prime minister, maybe, and and you put out press releases, but no one cares. And and then suddenly you're thrust into a job where you're doing a press conference every single day for yeah. where the entire aid. nation like is you watching. are, just, and you're just, and uh, you're not trained thing. in the same way as a politician. It's out of your control too, but you're supposed to represent it. Yep. Yep. God damn! Yeah. I know it's sometimes in your control when it suits the politician, and sometimes it's not. It's a freaking. But like nightmare. thinking of the thinking of the scientists that we work with, you know, our job is yeah. to is to help them to speak in a range of different scenarios outside of the normal scientific processes. But you know, normal scientists they they spend their time, you know, uh, in the lab or in front of the computer, and and they are not standing there in front of journalists no. day in day in day in day no. in day in day no. out. Maybe I should get Scomo's dog to do it. <laughs> 
Yeah. Actually, but is it, there a Twitter account? Because I, I was just can't help wondering. I can't believe I haven't seen fifteen Twitter accounts. Scomo's dog. No, Will, I don't know. No one feels like that kind of shit anymore. Like even <laughs> the young libs will try it. We're like, no, there's no heart in it. Like no, it's empty. Not a real, not a real it's one. It's empty. Not a real sadly, one. sadly, Scott Morrison has a way to make a, a dog have no soul, and I don't even know. <laughs> That's, that's wrong. That's the end. That's yeah, it's, that's that's the end. You know, I'm gonna, have a, I'm gonna mute myself and have a quiet week. That's horrible. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Look, I can't feel sorry for his dog. I mean, his dog's a nice dog. Sure, sure. Uh, Clive Palmer. Oh, oh fucking, fucking, fucking. I'm gonna tell you a story after that dog. about dogs uh, at the end. I'll tell you a story at the end. So Palmer's Palmer's um been spreading anti-vaccination propaganda around New South Wales far west, so including Broken Hill, Bathurst. Basically, lower SES, high proportions of Indigenous uh, uh, people, etc. And the flyers were apparently snuck into Aldi uh, catalogues without the supermarket's knowledge. And they are black and yellow, classic Clive Palmer, subtle colours, with in capital letters, urgent communication, open sealed section to view. And there's a whole bunch of in- misinformation about COVID vaccinations, including suggesting that 300 people have died as a result of the vaccination what the fuck? and so forth. So he, he's actually, again, funding this and putting it out there. In front Why is of, he going there and what's he doing? I assume that these are more vulnerable people. And I don't just mean physically. I mean they're vulnerable to messaging. Vulnerable, they're, yeah. they're not as yeah. information rich but, as they might but, be. How do we know it's Clive Palmer? Does he put his name to it? He's not denied it. Yeah, I, I believe his name is on it and he's not denying it. My question is what's going to happen? And the sad thing is probably nothing. But this, I would argue, is actively endangering lives. Like he's yeah. actively, this is beyond mischief. Um, so, but last I heard, nothing formal has been done, which I believe to be reprehensible. Mm. And also, what's your motivation? What I'm, the uh, fuck? No, I can for? only think of very, very terrible motivation for that. Well, well, Look, well, I mean, in ch- charitably, I mean, this is this is one of the interesting things: the difference between disinformation and misinformation. Disinformation is yes. when you are when you are spreading things you know not to be true. And yep. mi- misinformation is when you probably have genuine... This uh, podcast. Yes, full of it. But you have gen- genuine good interests at heart, but you've got the wrong end of the stick. You know, that's, I, I, that's I, doubt, now, I doubt he has got a stick at all. I think, okay. he's, just, I think he's just a dick. I, I think he's a contrarian shitbag who wants to be noticed and cause trouble yes, because yes. he knows. And he likes, to, he likes the feeling of the power that he can get. And, it doesn't and I don't how. doubt that the, these contrarian shitbags then go, oh, suddenly I'm getting noticed for my anti-vax content, so I will run harder into oh, anti-vax. Oh, yep. yeah, totally. run it up. Totally. Uh, hence, hence Chef Pete. So, oh, Chef Pete. God. Well, he's, a, he's, he's probably actively uh, mentally um, unwell. Supposedly. Supposedly. All right. All right. You, you, uh, you like can I just more? recommend yeah. a, a TV show for two people to watch on the iVu? Um, oh. The misrepresented, Ms. the Annabelle Crabb yeah. show on women in politics starts off in um, 1894 when South, the, South Australia uh, got the franchise women to vote and um, – Shows the tapestry that was done on the centenary that they put up and you could, um, as a woman in South Australia, you could go in and do a bit of the weaving, which was just a really nice little thing to go and do. I went in and did a That's couple awesome. of little rows and it's um, now up in the parliament. You did that in 1894? 1994. But anyway, oh, I said Mind you, but it's for in, in your spanning, that's quite a long time ago. So... Uh, it's a it's a damn good show. The it, the first one was massively educational. The second one was gut wrenching, yeah. absolutely gut wrenching and wonderful at the same time. 
So is it yes. better than watching Killjoys? <laughs> Canadian sci-fi man. For those oh, of us who Canadian don't want to have our gut wrenched, uh. no. No. <laughs> See, now I've finished no. Loki. I'm, I, I'm in the middle of Belgravia, which is nice bonnet drama. Hey, um, <laughs> if you don't, you guys got any more? Um, no, I'll start talking about uh, Downton Abbey. No, no, I heard this cool story and <laughs> and it cracks me up and I don't know if it's true, but I kind of want it to be true. And yes. so and so I'm going with it is true, allegedly, okay. because this guy sues. Um, so the story is that when our friend, the Queensland cop, uh, no... Oh, yeah no longer became a Queensland cop, Peter mm-hmm. Dutton. Uh, on his, when he disencopped. Disencopped, yeah. On the day of his retirement, um, what do you reckon he was given as a retirement gift? You already told uh, me, so I won't say. So I will ruin it. Go on, Siege. A hat with a propeller on top. Gold watch, hat with a... No, he was uh, given a bunch of cans of dog meat. What does that say? No, dog food, not dog, dog food? meat. Dog food, dog food. These are different things. <laughs> <laughs> dog meat. Yeah, okay. yeah, actual dogs cut up. Yeah. Here's a can of kelpie, mate. Enjoy. <laughs> oh my God. I just it just says something to me. It's just like oh dog protein. Meat. It's good for you. There you go. All right. Uh well, you know. That's it. That's it. Uh allegedly. That's it. Yeah. Everything's alleged. Um I don't know. We'll see if we're back next week. We'll be we'll back see what next happens week. With the COVID. Yeah, we'll be back. Uh, this has been Australia's favourite and greatest and most professional podcast on Australian politics. <laughs> G'day, sausages. I'm Will Grant. I'm CJ Josh. You know I'm Ron Toilet, and I always will be. We love you, Ron.